Grace and peace, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for yet again another Sweet Tea Podcast. I am grateful to be alive and in the land of the living, and I hope that you are too. So before we begin, of course, I want to start off with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy towards us. Morning by morning, new mercies we see, all that we needed. God, your hands have already provided, Father, Lord God, and great is your faithfulness as a songwriter says, Lord, unto us, God, today. Thank you for the breath of life. Thank you for the activity of our limbs. Thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to even, Lord God, be on this podcast tonight, Father, Lord God, as it is being recorded. Father, I pray, Lord God, that, Lord, that you will have your way, Father, Lord God, that you will anoint my lips, Father, and, Lord God, remove anything, God, that is of self, Father, Lord Jesus, on tonight, that your people, Lord God, can be blessed, Father, and those that come across this podcast, Lord God, that they will hear your voice speaking, Lord Jesus, directly to them, Father. I pray, Lord God, that, Lord, that you will have your way throughout this podcast and through us in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's just dive right into it. I told you that I have been, um, you know, debating on what I should have done as far as my podcast is concerned. So the Holy Spirit laid on my heart to do a series and the series of this is Come See a Man. So we're going to call this Come See a Man Part 2. So um, the last podcast was about the woman at the well and how Jesus told her about everything that she had done and she dropped her word upon and she ran to tell the city of this man called Jesus and of course he stayed with them for a few days and um, you know did his healing and deliverance there and many people came to Christ because of this woman a woman's testimony. So once today, we're coming from Matthew chapter 15, and it's going to be verses 21 to 28. And we're talking about the Canaanite woman um, that basically had persistent faith. And we see this persistent faith in this passage of scripture. Um, so the title of this one is called Even the Dogs Obtain Mercy. And we'll understand the title of this uh, section of this series um, in just a moment. So let's just read the scripture first so that you can get an idea of um, where um, I'm coming from from tonight. So verse 21 of Matthew 15 says, And Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from the region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon but he did not answer her a word and his disciples came and begged him saying send her away for she's crying out after us he answered I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel but she came and knelt before him saying Lord help me and he answered it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs she said yes Lord yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table then Jesus answered Answered her and said, Oh woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. So the other day while I was preparing for my devotion, the Holy Spirit placed 
this scripture, Matthew chapter 15, um, on my heart and I read it in its entirety. And what stuck out to me was the story of Jesus and this Canaanite women's, woman's encounter. And of course, the earlier portion of the scripture was important as well. Um, every part of this scripture is important as well because there is a different instances. Um, the last portion of it, well, the beginning portion of the chapter speaks about what defiles a man and what, you know, that unclean hands is not what defiles a man. Uh, it's what comes out of his heart and his mouth that makes him unclean. And then later on in the scripture, he goes ahead and feel, uh, fills, uh, and fills up another multitude of people with the word and some food. Again, another miracle takes place. Now back to Jesus and this woman that is nameless in this passage. Um, I've read in some passages of the word that makes me laugh, especially the New Living Translation and the Message Bible Translation. Uh, mind you, uh, many scholars think that these are very loose interpretations of the Bible, but as an individual like myself, it's easier for me to understand the word um, in my own little way in reading these um, these verses in in those type of translations. So anywho, I was taken back how Jesus had responded to this woman, this woman, when she asked him for help. And then on top of that, the behaviors of the disciples as well, because they just wanted to the woman to go away. She was like a nuisance to them. So um, being a curious person that I am, I decided to dig a little deeper and, you know, watch a little bit of YouTube and read into the word and read some commentaries just to get an uh, understanding of like why that attitude was why the woman was pushed away at first and the attitudes of the disciples toward this woman. So in digging, I found out that it's through this chosen nation, Israel, that the world would be blessed. And he instructed Israel in the Old Testament not to intermingle with other nations. But because Israel was basically disobedient to God, he scattered them and they ended up intermarrying and worshiping other gods and made them even more upset and were... Um, you know, marrying with the Canaanites and mixing and things of that nature. Um, you can read the Old Testament and you can see what they did and why the Lord scattered them in your own time. So, um, yeah, so some of them were considered as half-breeds or dogs. For example, the Samaritans, uh, they were deemed as unfaithful Jews because they mingled with the Gentiles and other nations. And the Canaanites, of course, were the enemies of the Jews. So Jews basically considered Gentiles and other nations as dogs or unclean. Um, for them, uh, even being in the presence of a non-Jew would make them ceremonially unclean in their thoughts and in their behaviors and things of that. We, we were just dogs to them. So um, you still kind of see that behavior today. They still hold that close to them, dear to them, that they are a separate nation. And they still follow, you know, the Torah and the commandments. And they live apart from others. Um, you see them in New York. You can see them in places in New Jersey. They have their own neighborhoods. They have their schools. They have their own ambulance and hospitals in some places. So um, now I also learned that it's important to know whom Jesus is talking to and who he was sent to at this time when you're reading the scripture. So when we go from all the way from the top to, you know, um, the beginning of time, all the way into the New Testament, going all the way through um, just about, He's dealing with the children of Israel directly. So he made it clear in the New Testament that his duty was to the people of Israel and not to the Gentile nations at this time. So if you look back at the passage now and read it from that perspective,
perspective of who Christ was sent to at this time before the cross, you can see that Jesus was not trying to be really rude to the woman, nor directly calling her a dog like the Jews call the Gentiles, like a street dog, um, to take a little bit of the burn out of the insult. But I think it was still a burn insult anyway. Um, Jesus was referring to her as a pet dog, as if, you know, like your little puppy or whatever. I have a dog. His name is Prince. He sits at the table. He waits for crumbs to fall off the table or for you to give him something from your leftovers or, you know, he loves pizza. I don't feed him the whole pizza. So don't call the uh, dog authorities on me. I don't feed him pizza, but the crust of the pizza, he loves it. So she was saying that even the crumbs from the master's table, hey, I will take that because my daughter needs to be healed from this demon. And so he was just saying, um, well, you know, really, you really don't have a legitimate expectation for me to really help you because I was solely sent to my people at this time. So here's a real kicker about all of this. Jesus was basically exposing the prejudices at that time and the disciples hearts at that time because they were annoyed and wanted her to be sent away not knowing the woman's situation or circumstances and how many times do we do that we just send people away we automatically judge it's like not that serious we don't know what people are going through not knowing that they need some help they need prayer they need deliverance just as anyone else so jesus was also exposing the attitudes and the prejudices of that day and he was also testing the woman's faith by declining her request so let's be real let's be honest racism and prejudices are not new there's nothing new under the sun it's just the way that the enemy goes about using it in the times that we live in so anyway it's not always the enemy sometimes it's just us so let me put that out there as well so he wanted to show um the disciples what faith looks like and how desperately others other nations wanted him and wanted his help whereas he went to his own people and they rejected him so it was another glimpse of what would take place after the cross but again he was sent to the lost children of israel so the gentiles would be grafted in to be a part of this great salvation eventually, which was always in the mind and always in God's plan. We were always in God's plan, but things had to take place in order for it to happen. So I'm sure that disciples were shocked when Jesus said to the woman in verse 28, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And your daughter is, her daughter was basically made whole that hour. So we must also keep in mind, she approached Jesus in worship. Although he dissed her, <laughs> she kept crying out to him. Although he hit her with more insults, she swallowed her pride and still worshiped and cried out to him until her request was granted. So what can we draw from this passage? So here are just a few points that we can draw from this passage that I, that, you know, for myself that I drew from this passage. And of course, others um, basically had the same um, idea of what the scripture was talking about or drew, you know, got the same concept of what the scripture was trying to teach us. And so worship and persistent faith will get God's attention, even if you don't get an answer right away. It's still your duty to pursue God because 
because you are in that need. You need that, whatever that you're asking God for. He wants you to pursue him. And while you're waiting for the answer and he may be silent, then in that time you worship until you get your answer. Another point that you can draw from this is that God's salvation plan is unlimited through Jesus. And Jesus came primarily for the Jews at that time, but he also had the Gentiles and other nations in mind in his salvation plan. And we thank God for that. And so we must learn also, and this would be the third point would be, um, is that my third point? Let me go back. Yeah, it's my third point. So my third point would be that we must learn to deal with the master, with the masters and the matters of our heart, what masters our heart, the matters of our heart. And just think about what prejudices do we have or harbor in our hearts against others? Are we truly developing the fruits of the spirit? Are we really um, looking for our brothers and sisters to be delivered from whatever that they're going through? Do we really take the time out to have that emotional intelligence of what people are feeling? Are we empathetic and sympathetic towards one another when someone is going through? So as I end this podcast, I pray that you have been blessed and I pray that uh, we all will develop characteristics like the Canaanite woman. And she was humble. She was persistent. She was emotionally intelligent. She swallowed her pride and she was trusting. And so I pray that you will have have persistent faith and and that you will be blessed and that you will be you know that you'll be fruitful and multiply in this time where we are facing so many different type of issues and problems in a time where things are uncertain and we are definitely sailing on uncharted waters we need persistent faith at this time and so I really hope that you have truly been blessed I'm being blessed by doing this series and I'm learning so much and I'm, I'm grateful to the Lord that he placed it on my heart to do this and I just hope that you will like love and share I am your host and I'm signing off till next time you be blessed have a great week have a positive full and blessed week in Jesus name again thank you for joining me I am your host I am Juanita and this is sweet tea podcast